I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice the worst microphones. Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead. Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana Purchase for $3 million. Napoleon, what happened? <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million. And I came to realize. These guys are funny. And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, is a some fidget of the best gamblers I've come to know. If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known, you are a square. TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night. And I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU. Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track. I just found this out yesterday, and it blew my mind. So, you know the song, Remember the Name. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power and will. That song. Yeah. Fort Minor, who sings that song, was started by the lead singer of Linkin Park. So, like, the metal band Linkin Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Their lead singer started Fort Minor. So, like, it's not, like, crazy to think that, like, Remember the Name is made by Linkin Park, which is, like, just blew my mind. Like, huh. I don't know why, I'd, how I didn't know that. Mike Shinoda. Hmm. Interesting. I, they always sounded similar. I didn't know that. What did Fort Minor do besides that? They had one hip-hop album, and it was that. And then he came out with that song. And you know what? That's there awesome. are few hip-hop songs that are as transcending as remember the name because we will hear that song for 50 years just because it is so darn cheesy and corny and if you ever been in an athletic weight room that song will play at some point in your workout yeah that song will that and probably lose yourself by eminem will play without a doubt at some point so quick show today we got a couple uh debate topics that i heard just you know, traversing around Cincinnati media recently, and we'll get to them in a little bit. But the first thing was first was the 100K in attendance this past weekend at Great American Ballpark, which we were way off. And I got to give props. I'll, I'll admit to where we're wrong. I said about 65, 70,000 people. Um, Kirby was telling us that every game was going to be a darn near sellout. I think the first game was close to a sellout. Game two was a sellout. You guys went to game one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was yep. great. The drone show after was awesome. The drone and the fireworks show. Oh, yeah, show. you stayed for the fireworks show. Yeah, that was great. I had never been to a drone show before. I'd never yeah. seen anything like it. That was fantastic. Tom and I tried to beat the traffic, so we left early knowing that a lot of people were going to stay for the, the drone show. I 
I didn't or I didn't know that it was going to be a drone show. I think I would have stayed knowing that because we all know how I feel about fireworks. Fireworks and a drone show? Yes. Oh, that... Yeah, it was great. It was great. I was at the Xavier game with Mike, and we got done with the game, and he said somebody had texted him during the game and had an extra ticket. And then we, we got, got down there, and I figured the ticket was going to be in the 500s, just go have a beer or whatever. They were like, oh, well, just keep on walking down. Keep on. It was the first row. First row. <laughs> Which was weird because it was the first row behind the – that was the best seat I've ever had at a baseball game that I've, like, had a ticket to. Right. Uh, we've moved down plenty of times. But sure, that was the sure. best ticketed seat I've ever had at a major league game. What – they the first row was row F. So, like, if you're sitting in row A, you're just – you're in the game. You're batting third. So, we were looking at our ticket, and we just kept moving down. I'm like, where's row F? And the row F was in the first row. A, B, C, D, and E are just... They just skip Those it. are the they dugout seats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they do that. I don't you, know why you, they... you feel like if you're selling... If you're buying tickets online, yeah. right? And if you saw that it was row A, you'd be more likely to spend more money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so they're losing money by calling it row F. You would think. By the way, people are roasting me for not knowing that Mike Shinoda and Fort Minor was from Lincoln. Literally had no... I. When it comes to trivia, when it comes to just knowing arbitrary knowledge, I feel like I'm fairly decent at that. No idea for that. And also, Everett Henry said that intro song sounded a lot like Royal Blood. It did sound a lot like Royal Blood. So, point. But you guys are right about it. Anthony Rizzo hit a couple home runs. Aaron Judge is a mountain of a man. Paul, I saw the picture oh that you put. Oh, my God. Mountain of a man. Yep. I'd never seen him in person. And being that close and seeing how big he was, he was so much bigger than Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard was there to deliver the game ball, and they, were, they weren't standing next to each other, but they were close enough because the game was starting and Hubbard was being escorted off the field and Judge was coming out into the on-deck circle. And, yeah, and that's I mean, crazy to think about. I mean, Sam Hubbard's a big dude. Yeah. 6'5". He's 6'4", six, 6'5". He's six, six, yeah. 275 pounds probably. Hubbard yeah. is a big dude, and Judge made him look – I don't want to say small, not like the Altuve thing, but he was – much bigger than Sam Hubbard was. Did you ever remember? It's probably two years ago. It made its way on Twitter. It's such an arbitrary thing, but there was this pitcher from Hawaii. He played college baseball at Hawaii. Was telling this long Twitter story about how um, Aaron Judge came out to play at the University of Hawaii in college, and this guy took the University of Hawaii player or the the traveling team. Where did Judge go to college? One of those California yeah. smaller schools. And he took them all out to the bar, and at the end of the night, one of the players on the team that they were taking out forgot his card. And it was Aaron Judge, and this dude ended up paying like a $100 bar tab for Aaron Judge when he was in college. And it was like right after Aaron Judge signed his contract and was like, hey, man, can I get repaid for taking you out for about seven years ago in college? Which is funny. That is funny. All right, so the next topic is Redbird hate, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is – Cincinnati fans, Cincinnati Reds fans hate the St. Louis Cardinals. As a Cubs fan, I hate the St. Louis Cardinals. Where do the Cardinals rank in Cincinnati sports teams that we that rivals that we loathe? I would say the Pittsburgh Steelers are a guaranteed number one, right? Yeah. Are the Cardinals two? Are the Browns ahead of them? Are the Ravens ahead of them? Are the Cubs ahead of them? Are we just doing pro sports? And then, yeah, college teams. I don't think you can do St. X versus UC because those are both two Cincinnati teams. I was going to say just whichever team you hate of right. Xavier or Cincinnati. I was going to say one of those. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know, I know Xavier 
rivalries are, are kind of weird. We, we talked about this before, Paul, but like a, a Butler probably no, wouldn't be no, up there, no, no, right? No. I don't even know who UC's biggest rival is outside of Xavier. I know well, they had a really Dayton, strong right? rivalry with Louisville. It would be Dayton, right? Right, it might be Dayton. Now. <laughs> I know they had a really strong rivalry with Louisville. I know in football it was Pittsburgh for a while. Um, the Columbus crew, are they up there? Oh, yeah. Are we saying Louisville because not only they used to have a rivalry with the University of Cincinnati, but there's a lot of UK basketball fans in this town and that they would hate Louisville? Where do the Cardinals rank in Cincinnati sports teams' rivals? Like, where do they rank in teams that we hate here in this town? I, it's funny you say that because I think Louisville, there's a reason that every segment of the population in Cincinnati would hate Louisville, but I, I still don't know if they would crack the top five because Xavier fans would say that Chris Mack left for Louisville. UC fans would hate them still from the Big East. UK fans would hate them because of the in-state rivalry. So you kind of check the box from all three teams. Xavier far and away being the least of those, but still just a little bit of a, a tinge there. But still, like I... I don't think Louisville cracks the top five. I, I would say probably the Cardinals, I don't, in, in no order, I would say the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Ravens, whichever one of UC or Xavier that you don't like. Right. I, and, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing them off because they're Cincinnati teams. Okay. All right. All right. And then, okay. So we'll scrap that. That's fine. Cubs. Two more. So it's just the NL Central? The Cubs and Browns. Well, the Browns. You didn't say the Browns. You said the Ravens. I would say that Cincinnati fans hate the Browns over the Ravens. Because I would say that there's – not only are they a division rival, and I know the Browns have always been bad, so it hasn't really been a – Yeah, that's the thing that was kind of holding me back a little bit. But there's also a lot of Browns fans in Cincinnati, which is a a cause for contention. Same with Steelers. That's part of the reason that that we hate the Steelers. Not only have they been good for forever, but they've also been in this town. A lot of Steelers fans have. I think I think we're asking the wrong question here. It's what city do we hate the most? Because people hate Pittsburgh in general. They hate the Steelers. They hate the Pirates. People hate Cleveland. They hate the Guardians. They hate the Browns. If we those had a, are the most hated cities. Pittsburgh is for sure. And and people keep throwing in the Dodgers. The Reds used to have a really good um, rivalry with the Dodgers back before there was three divisions in the NL. They expanded to three divisions in, in the MLB. My bad. In the early nineties. Um, the Reds used to be in the West, and it was always the Reds and the Dodgers fighting it out to see who would win the West back in the 70s, Big Red Machine, everything like that. But nowadays, come on, they're not rivals with the Dodgers anymore. Regardless of how heated that rivalry was back in 1970s, that rivalry's gone anymore. I would say Steelers are number one. I would say the Browns are the second biggest rival to this town. Then the Cardinals then the Cubs, and then the Ravens. Am I off on, on the, the Browns being a bigger rival than the Ravens? Mm, I mean, I don't – I think the, the Ravens are – I think it used to be like that. I do think it used to be like that. I don't know if it's like that anymore just because of how good the Ravens and Bengals are right now. But, like, the Browns have never been – I don't They've know. I, I just good. feel – I guess I'm a little too close to the fire because I have close friends that are Browns fans. So it is – I don't even think about the Ravens, to be quite honest. We need a neutral Very party rare. here because I've got a Ravens story. Yeah, Paul? We, know, we know why you hate the Ravens. Uh, I don't – I kind of lean away from the Browns just because they stink so bad. But I, I do – Do you know a lot – do you know any Browns fans? No. 
Okay, so that's part of the reason. I, I truly think. I mean, like, I know a few, but, like, I, I don't daily interact with any. Browns fans don't affect my life. Okay. Put it that way. I think, yeah, I guess that's part of the the reason that you hate teams, too, right? You, It is how they affect you day to day. Like, if you have a cousin that is just the most annoying <laughs> Browns fan ever, it is. If you have a coworker that just happens to be a diehard Cubs fan, that's got to be really annoying. You know, I have a, a random team that I'm not really a huge fan of when we yep. play them. The Colts. Why don't you like the Colts? Oh, what? The Colts? Yeah, I just – there are some Colts fans in my life that just always brought up, like, you know, we got one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Peyton Manning. We have Super Bowl rings. Just, you know, it almost felt like it was my own little rivalry there. But since then, I don't have much – much hate for them. Mm. But back in the day, like when they had Andrew Luck and the Bengals were just like always one and done, it just felt like, especially after that playoff game. We never played game, the Colts, did we? We yeah, played that, them once. We, we, played played them once. Them, we played them that one time in the playoff game when we had nobody playing, right? Giovanni was like our ex-receiver. And uh, we barely, I don't know if we barely lost. We lost that game. And that fan that I'm talking about was insufferable. Just always dangled that over my head. Nope. But... The, the one weird NFL team that I don't have that I have always had a little bit of a rivalry with and it's for three reasons one is I've worked for Trace for four years now it's the, it's the Green Bay Packers the second reason is I went to college with Trace's cousin who's a Green Bay Packers fan and I am cl very close friends to Trace's um, brother who's a Green Bay Packers fan so it all depends on kind of your proximity to a team I also think that there's a lot of hate for Ohio State in this town I know there's a lot of love for Ohio State in this town, but there's also quite a bit of hate. Oh, yeah. You're either all in or all out on them, right? I was going to bring up Ohio State, but I didn't know if the, the love outweighed the hate. But if you don't like Ohio State, you hate I mean, like, I think we all check those boxes. Right. But, yeah, I, I only know a couple Browns fans. A couple of them work for Xavier, and, I mean, they never get in my face about it. So it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. They don't really, they don't really bother me. The, the funny thing about the Buckeyes hate in this town is it is a very silent majority. Like it is like th you hang out real low. If you, if you like just are annoyed, cause that's all it is. It's like, it, in, unless you're a diehard Michigan fan, why would you hate Ohio state other than the fact that they're always really good and you're tired of and it, it? It just, but becomes, they're, they're it, like not though. They're like, they're good, but they've only, it's not like they're winning titles all the time. Okay, like the, but, like, they're also, like, a top three team I mean, in, yeah, in, in but college football every year for the past 15 years, 10 years. Yes, but so they're, it's they're, not like they're, like, Alabama or Georgia and they're constantly winning titles because that would be even worse. Right. Like, they won, they've won one title. They won in 2014. But they would, you would think they would win every I, I would, other year I would, the way I would we hear push, about it. I would push back on, I think it's just, I think it's just because we, we, we only hear about them because there are so many fans around here. But you are right. Like, they're always in the conversation, but it's not like we're getting shoved down our throats with, like, an Ohio State title every three years. Because that's what, that's what their fan base would make you think that is happening. And they're in a position that can never win the big one. Sorry. So, sorry to have to break it to you, it but is, you don't. It is, it is just funny because we – I'm an Ohio State hater, admit it. We hang very low. We don't talk about it a whole lot. And then when something happens, you're like, oh, man. Can't believe that that kick went wide left. Stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go further. So we talked about the teams. 
Who are villains? You know, Yadier Molina is no longer on the Cardinals. Who are villains cool. in this town? James Harrison. That's the one. James, yeah. I would have said Ryan Shazier, but I feel like people maybe have been cool on him since his injury. Uh, Terrell Suggs. Ray Lewis. I, I mean, was, you're, you're naming the biggest, you're, you're missing the biggest rival, I th the biggest villain in this town, and that's I, Big Ben. Oh, yeah. Big Ben yeah, is the I biggest ben. villain in, that this town has ever seen. Ben yep. Roethlisberger is really the only name that came to mind. I can't. Really? I mean, I, I, that that's partly also Yachty. not growing up, like, ingrained in the conversation all the time, day in and day out, like you guys were. So that, that's where I kind of lack a little bit, but. Well, like, Yachty. Sir Boy, like, a lot of people despise Anthony Rizzo. He's certainly a sports villain in this town. Ah, yeah, but you can't really hate Anthony Rizzo the same way you hate... Like, Ben Roethlisberger right. was objectively like a meatball weirdo, not a great guy. Big Ben is... He causes a lot of pain in this city. Yeah. And he was not a good yeah. guy. You're right. Big Ben is, is on a pedestal of his own volition. The rest of the guys were just kind of like, yeah, a little bit. So, like, Steve Smith... You're naming, you're naming Ravens. I would put yeah. Steve Smith up there. S Steve Smith. Heinz Ward. He broke, Heinz uh, Ward? He broke the guy's jaw, Keith Rivers. Oh, yeah, Heinz Ward. Um, Kimo. Old, old, uh, old baseball players that, you know, we already mentioned Anthony Rizzo. You guys, do Reds fans remember how much Roy Oswalt dominated the Reds and Lance Berkman for the longest time? I feel like growing up in this area, you would hear, Oh, Roy Oswalt's on the mound again, and the <laughs> Astros win 5-1. to one. Like, Roy Oswalt, Lance Berkman, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright. Yeah. Pujols. Yeah, Molina. Molina was the baseball name I thought of, but Anthony Rizzo, really? Oh, yeah, they hate Anthony Rizzo. Why? Like, seriously, like, he's a good dude. Like, why do you... I feel like to me, preaching part, to the choir here. Like part of part of the sports villainy. Has part to be, of the villainy has to be person. like you can hate the guy. Like it's tough for me to hate somebody who's not a hateable person just because they have success against you and you get annoyed by them having success against your team. That to me is different than a sports villain. Like somebody who is one somebody that's hateable and two also has success against your team. That's a villain. Somebody that's just good against your team. That's just like, oh, there goes that guy again. Well, That's not like, like a... well, it gets annoying, right? When you when you play a team 18 times like they used to do in the MLB, and just every time that they played, Yadier Molina, you know, can't hit, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, just ripping doubles against the Reds left and right. Lance Bergman turns into, I don't know, Frank Thomas when he yeah, yeah. when he plays the Reds, stuff like that. All right, I whatever. I don't know if I would consider this a villain, but Antonio Brown. I mean, he's There's more, a he's lot more, of Steelers. You could just pretty much name a Steelers roster. I was I was a Troy Polamalu. Like I'm right. just going down the yeah. list, thinking like, well, I don't I don't have much hate for Troy because I always thought Troy was a good guy. Yeah, like that's you, the same like with me. Up. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, but, yeah. You know who we haven't named a single Brown because they <laughs> yeah, stink. We haven't they stink. <laughs> we haven't named one single Cleveland Brown this entire list. All right, co any college? Any well, college? Well, wait, ones? before we go to college, what did this town think of Adam Wainwright? Well, I, Kirby brings up a good point that the Reds have actually historically played pretty well against Adam. Brown. Okay. That, so, right. like, Wainwright isn't on the same pedestal. Roy Oswalt, I would love to know his numbers against the Reds because they have to just be ridiculous. 
have to be ridiculous. Albert Pujols, I remember he had his 450th home run in uh, the top of the ninth inning at Great American Ballpark on a grand slam. I think it was either a tie game or they were. it was like one of those grand slams that you were down three and it gave the lead. I just remember left center field right next to the bullpen. Chris, Chris Carpenter. Chris, Car- <laughs> Chris Carpenter's up there. Yeah. Is but, it weird the closest Brown is Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I mean, Baker... Well, Baker, that's some Ohio State overlap there, too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's any, fair. Any uh, college villains? Oh, there's got to be... Uh, besides the Xavier UC rivalry? Yeah, besides outside the, shootout, out, outside of the shootout, because both teams would have answers for both. Um, college UC, any UC football... Um, I don't know. I, I'm not great on the UC football villain history. The UC-UCF rivalry is weird to me. I feel like that, like, I always see it on Twitter every now and then, and it's just like... That is a weird one. Yeah, it's just like, I know they've both it's been there, re- but... relatively good in the past five years, but it's just it's just whatever at this point. Yeah. Especially like... now. I mean, it's right. gone, right? From well, no, they're both, they're both going to the Big 12, right? UCF's going to the Big 12. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they'll play each other. Um, I'm trying to think any, anybody I'm looking at the chat. Like, I don't, I don't uh, know. Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Denard Robinson, Denard Robinson was electric. Denard God. Robinson. God, he was so was, fun to watch. I feel like this is just your kid's memory being wrong. I feel like he was the Heisman favorite for like a decade straight. <laughs> like, I feel like every year, like Denard Robinson's the Heisman favorite. Just never worked out. Yeah. Never, never played. God, go. Yeah. Go into the season and. All you'd hear about is Denard Robinson. So what's funny about my loathing for uh, Ohio State is I was going to a bachelor party. This is when I went to the NFL draft back a couple years ago when we got Jamar Chase. And we get there, and I had no clue. This is one of my college friends, very close friend of mine. His best man at the wedding, no idea that he was friends with him was Tyler O'Connor, who, if you remember, was the starting quarterback for Michigan State who beat Ohio State in the horseshoe like two years prior to this prior to this bachelor party. And for some reason, I might have been just because, you know, I was a little drunk at this bachelor party. I was just dumbfounded. I was like, Travis, you're friends with Tyler O'Connor? How the hell did I not know this? He's like, oh, yeah, we went to high school together. No idea. So I don't know if you guys remember Tyler O'Connor. was not a not a great college quarterback, but he did beat the Buckeyes in the horseshoe. So we'll always have a let's have a place. Any but no college, no college guys that you can remember. Uh, I, I yeah, I mean, I guess if you're an Ohio State fan, there are some names you could bring up from Michigan or from, but even still, like villain wise, you're not playing the same guys over and over yeah. in college the same way. Because even like in the Big Ten, you're playing a rotating schedule, so you're. You're really, if you're if you're Ohio State, you're thinking somebody from Michigan, maybe Nick Saban. If you if they you can't beat Nick Saban, so we talked. We talked about college in UK has kind of a stronghold for college basketball in this area. A little bit of it, like if you talk to enough old UK fans, they'll say Christian Leitner. Oh yeah, oh Christian, yeah, Christian yeah, yeah, Leitner yeah. would. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wasn't going down to UK. But yeah, if you're going to UK, I mean, you're thinking, well, yeah, Leitner. What do you? Th- this is one I should know. Admittedly, maybe Seth Pryor can help me out here. What do UK fans think now of Rick Pitino? 
I don't yeah. know the answer to that question. I should yeah. know the answer to that. I don't know what UK fans think of Rick. Do they? Do they? I mean, I know they would. They would probably take him back. But I don't know what the lasting legacy of Rick Pitino is at at UK. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Truly, don't know either. Yeah. Don't know either. But it would be an answer from. It would be an answer from Duke. Everett Henry's an Ohio State fan. That's really disappointing to hear. Hmm. Sad. <laughs> I like that Paul is, has taken a little bit of a heel. He's taken a little it's bit of a heel. It's the only team I can heal for because they just – they never win the big one. So it's <laughs> the only team that you can kind of grasp at, but they never win the big one. So, yeah. Love it. What day are yeah. the, the Big East games this week? Are they every day this week? Uh, Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Wednesday to Saturday. All Ooh. right. Oh, Bobby Knight. Bobby, Ooh, Bobby, Bobby Knight. Knight in Indiana. Go Hoosiers. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a name. All right. In, MLS, the MLS is too young. So, like, you would say, like, if we're going back to the teams that we hate in this town, it's probably too young for the Columbus crew. But that'll – I mean, if if uh, if soccer catches fans, on enough, it the, might. The might fans get. that have been with, with with FC for the longest now, they they hate Columbus crew. But, like, but, they've only played the Columbus crew in the past – how long has FCC been in the MLS? Three oh, years? That, they've played them outside the MLS, too. They, they would play them as, like, a – In the U.S. A, Open Cup? Yeah, or like a friendly, or, or okay. like that—that's been going on. I would say for about Sir a couple years after before this, but yeah, like the the Xavier insult is like that's not an insult. Like we know, like this is—it's like the UC fans saying the Final Four thing. Like it's, it's like not—it's like when when we when we constantly get it shoved down our throat about Ohio State being in it every year. Like maybe one time you actually win the deal, not just like twice in the last fifty some years. That's all. That's all, all right. I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. They were close this year. Just came up a few feet short or a few feet left. <laughs> love it. I love right. it. I love it. The Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, there's one thing I've I heard this topic brought around since I meeting. And obviously with the Ring of Honor discussion talked about. If you can bring back one Bengal in his prime Ooh. for this team this year, mm. who are you bringing back and why? You can bring back any. Now we have a deficiency at running back. We have a deficiency at the safety position. Oh, this is an easy one. Who are you taking? Willie Anderson, right now. Is he right tackle? Yeah. Sure up that offensive line like that. Over Munoz? I know Munoz was a left tackle, but uh, more... Anthony Munoz is the greatest player at his position. Right. I know, but left tackle versus... Right tackle. We have a need at right tackle. I'll take the guy that only gave up 16 sacks his entire career. Okay. But I Over do, Corey I, Dillon at running back? Let's throw Chad Johnson out with this receiving uh, core. Right. <laughs> let's get another Chad. number one. Tyler, hey, hey. Tyler Eifert? Ooh, that's a sneaky dark horse. I like that one. What about defense? Yeah, like you can get like Ken Riley. He, I know he plays cornerback and we need safeties, but Ken Riley. Ooh. Am I throwing one out at you? Jesse Bates? <laughs> Just bring, bring back right Jesse back. Bates? <laughs> I was thinking, like, I was trying to think of a defensive line guy. Von, Von Bell. <laughs> Von, yeah, Von Bell. <laughs> Von Bell. It, Tim Crumry? Like, do we need – like, could we be pushed over the top <laughs> if we had, like, a guy that could just – on defense, like a pass rush? Like, just solidify it. I know we got Miles Murphy now, but – 
Yeah, I mean, we. I think our defensive line is fine. Is good. Gino is good. Well, like Gino oh, or Carlos Gino. Dunlap would be great. But like, that isn't a need by any stretch of the imagination on this Bengals team. And if you're going to supersede a need just to bolster the talent there, then I think you got to go the greatest dude to ever do it, and that's Anthony Munoz. Like if if you if you're just going to go just straight up adding talent to the roster, it's got to be Munoz, and then try Orlando Brown over at right tackle. But if you're going need, then I think it needs to be either a running back or a safety. Like, can you imagine Corey Dillon on this team? Oh, man. It'd be crazy. Put him back there? Now, I know running backs are a dime a dozen in this league. <laughs> but then, like, you can, you can just a slew. I wish there was a more definitive. Like, I wish the Bengals had a Troy Polamalu, right? A safety that you can just be like, this guy. Reggie Nelson? I mean, Reggie Nelson was great. Leon Hall. Oh, that's a good one. Ken Riley was a, he's a Hall of Fame cornerback. So you can add there. Are we getting anyone? Well, no. Or are they just still dr- dr- No, drilling? no. Steve Cashman actually brought up an interesting point. The elimination of college baseball programs is an underrated topic. Baseball is kind of a funky college sport in the sense of there are a lot of schools that you would think that would have baseball like bigger schools that don't and i i don't know it it, it's, it, it seems like it is the, maybe it's a title nine thing too with with the amount of scholarships and everything else you might know that better than i would have what do you get i think you get in um, baseball you're only allowed four scholarships like yeah four so i mean like the, the some of these schools that have had that have cut it like that seems to be sometimes the, the first program to go well it's because it's it you want to talk about programs that cost the most money yeah, oh yeah that don't bring it back. Because think about everything that goes into the cost of a baseball program. Um, you're talking field maintenance. You're talking equipment, which would almost rival most sports. I mean, I'm in a football team probably just because of the sheer number of players. In a hockey team, their their equipment's very exclusive. But baseball is probably, in terms of equipment, cost the most money. Plus, you're losing balls left and right, and balls aren't cheap. A dozen balls is 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, not, and, and you and you don't bring any money back. You bring no money back unless you're a Southern school, unless you're an SEC school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not every Big East team. I, only eight of the Big East teams or Big East schools have baseball. Now, part of that's because it's like Marquette, they're North, Providence, North. Right. You know, it's it. So that's a little bit of it too with the weather. So when you look at schools like Providence, has, has a huge hockey program that a lot of the other schools don't have. So that's a little different, but. Um, there's two teams in the Mac that don't even give out scholarships. Like they have teams, but they just don't give out scholarships. Yeah. Akron being one of them. Interesting. Chris Sabo. Yeah. Baseball's baseball's weird things. Speaking of which are Miami Redhawks getting a new coach. Beloved stars. God, Paul, I know you've been watching. I know you've been watching our stars. We can't win an OT. What's going on there? Mm. Can't win an overtime. We're bringing it back to Dallas. We're bringing it back to Dallas, Paul. (laughs) Got to win four of the next five, Reed. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? Do we need to make some changes? I just – I don't know. I just don't, don't know if our dogs are tired. I don't – I don't. two straight OT losses have yet to win an 0-5 in an OT in this postseason run. Just keep losing in overtime. We bring it back to Dallas. Let's just get a nice win under the belt, get it to 2-1. and one. Maybe even tie it up, and we'll just see where the, see where the chips lie. The Dallas Stars, best team still around. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait to tune in to tomorrow. Or either play tomorrow or Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. 
tonight? They don't play tonight. Tomorrow. They do not play tonight. Tomorrow. So last Wednesday on the show, I go, we went in the vault and I gave out a parlay. Yeah. I said Cubs win, Reds lose, Stars win tonight. The Stars did not play last Wednesday. Okay. They did not even play last Thursday. Mm. That line was for that I saw <laughs> on Friday. That's how in tune we are with our beloved well, Stars. Well, it's just the Mike Schmaltz. You just, you're saving your money. You're budgeting. Right. Would have been great if you had a parlay. Imagine a, a three-day-long parlay. First two legs hit on, Mon- on Wednesday, and you just got to sit around and wait for Friday for it to hit or lose. Everett brings up a great point. I was just getting ready to say it as soon as you finished your sentence. No mouse cop in the chat today. You had a very pleasant day in the chat, didn't you? Oh, it was great. No mouse cop. Chad Waits started a new job. Congratulations to Chad oh, Waits. Yeah, Hopefully Chad, he watches Chad. us in, in retrospect. Um, congratulations. That Maybe Mouse Cop is too. <laughs> People are busy. It's a beautiful day out. Mouse Cop's probably out playing golf. Maybe it was the fact that we put him in dishonorable mention on Friday, which was well-deserved. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I, I have not gone. I'm not spoiling it. I'm going to watch it after lunch today. I have not. I had to turn the show off right before the chat power rankings, and I have not gotten a chance to watch mm. it yet. Mm. How, Tom, did Tom, how did Tom do? Can you give me a little tease? How did he do? Tom did not give out the power chat power rankings. He said he needed an extension. Okay. So he just, you know, like when you're in college and, you know, papers due on Friday, but you really got something good going. You just need a little bit more time. That was Tom. Tom just needed a little bit of an extension. So he's going to do it this week. He's keeping notes. That's what he said. Said rankings were redeemed. Everett Henry, I'll just spoil it for you. Wait, who'd you, who'd you say? Oh, Everett, Everett Henry was, was number one. Who'd you, who did him? I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I did. That's how Mouse Cop became a dishonorable mention. All right. Quickly, this show is sponsored by Betfred Sportsbook. Box lunch as always. This is going to go in the vault. Take the Astros tonight. Minus 120. They're playing the Brewers. They're on the road, but they are favored. I like the Astros to win that one. Um, Wheel of Lunch. Where are we going, guys? I haven't eaten with you guys in a while. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Throw them all up there. Paul, you know what I love about you going against Ohio State today is Sir Boy was hot on my case. Was hot on my case last week. But like we've done the Ohio State thing for eight months. I don't understand what like you have. I mean, yeah, I've been like my hands are what clean. I said. What, my hands are clean here. What I have said today is the same thing I've said for the last eight months. Maybe I've just never laid it out so clearly. I don't know. I can't say like I really care. I care about. I, I mean, no, I care a lot. But. I care more for football season. I don't really have that much against Ohio State basketball. It's really football. I like Chris. I like Chris Holtman. I saw people giving out their uh, ranking their fandoms on Twitter. Yeah. Um. I believe Alex Wallace was. Uh. He put the Reds were his number one, and he said a Grand San- Grand Canyon size gap between him and the Bengals. So I thought that was surprising. I, there was a lot of people I saw on this thread through. Cincinnati Twitter, people saying that the Reds are their favorite team over the Bengals, which in this day and age feels a little surprising. I wish, I wish that the Bengals and the Reds were competing for championships at the same time. Because it would be a very clear thing. The seasons don't overlap. It would be a very clear, you know, are are the Reds selling out or close to selling out? Are they averaging 30,000 fans a night? PB's ghost. I did well, not. Two years ago, 2021. Yeah, it might have been 2019. I was 2021 when they were playing competitive ball. There was at least 20,000 fans every time I went to the ballpark. Yeah, there was a time where I went a week straight to Great American Ballpark. It was they played the Phillies and then they played the Padres, and I wanted to watch the Phillies. I wanted to watch Bryce Harper and I wanted to watch uh, 
um, Fernando Tatis. I went every day for like five straight games. And there was 20,000 plus, probably more than that. It, how I determine if the stadium, how I fill the stadium full is literally just the top deck. If I see not just straight red up in the top deck, I know it's a good crowd. Like if there's actually people sitting up there, it's fun when you go to the ballpark and there's 40,000 people there. I imagine this weekend was so much fun. I couldn't get out. Didn't have time. All right. Let's go. Fire it up. Spin that wheel. Got a lot of options today. You said to put them all up there, so I, I put them up there. Mm, losing a good That's one. That's fine with Chipotle. I, it's one of my favorites. But yeah, I had, I Are there multiple Burger Kings? Why do we got the Kings in there? Hmm? Just go ahead. Was there two Burger Kings? I don't know. It's, you said Kings, so. not King. I don't know if you're... Oh, I see what you're doing. Canes? Ah, see ya. We're, we're getting back to Canes. My, uh... Your distaste for them. Get is... some Long John Silvers. I've never been to Long John Silvers. Mm. You don't like fish, though. Chick yeah, I'm not a big fish guy. Good options are doing fast. I see who's my favorite thing. Did you guys see our Miami Redhawks went to the regional championship in softball? Hey. They did. They lost 5-4. to four. Oh, man. Had a lead going into the sixth inning. Oh, that's tough. Would have given a girl from Northwestern her second loss of the year. She was 22-1. and one. Oh, no. Holly Blasco. Oh. shot. Long John Silver is the worst in the game. All right, while we're spinning this wheel, i got to ask you guys. Me, Alex, and Everett were discussing. So here in Hamilton, there's the east side and the west side. Yeah. The river is what divides it. So everything on that side of the river is the west side. Sure. We were arguing, does downtown consider – I want a third party. Does downtown consider east side? Right here, right now. Because it is technically on the east side of the river. But, like – No, no, no. I no. feel like it's its own thing. No. All right, thank you. At a third party. There you go. Oh, boy. That's getting down to the nitty-gritty, guys. We've got one solid. I mean, the best that there could be on this list. And we got Sonic. If we go to Sonic with Mouse Cops not even in the chat. All right. Don't have to worry about that. All right. Now we can't win. Or can't lose. Yeah, we really can't. I would actually love some Mickey D's. Going to J Mike JMs. JMs. Paul's been to the first ever Jersey Mike's. <laughs> they know him there. He's got his loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. See you, everybody. Yeah, this was Box Lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook. We'll be back on Wednesday. If you guys have some just debate topics like this, because I this is my envision of what this show looks like. It's just you just round table it up, yak it up. So if you have any more, just put them in the Discord. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. But until then, we'll see you. It's been Box Lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook.